Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, y'all, Seven Runs in Heaven is back. We're brought to you by Sports Drink. What is dead may never die. Tom Brady is back. It is I, Rob Paul, aka a newly decided Mitchell Trubisky truther. And with me is AJ. Getting T-Law a wide receiver three for the price of an all-pro was a must. Marchese. Uh, the Jaguars are loading up, Rob. They're bringing it home this year. Amen. Today, we'll continue our 2022 NFL Draft position rankings with the running backs. Let's hit it. Going out to Vegas, gonna set my draft, gonna set my draft on fire. Seven, 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 seven. In heaven with my lady Driving out to Vegas, baby Looking for a Stingley or Thibodeau Who's gonna bat it on draft day? Who's gonna wager future picks away? Who's gonna reach for a blue blood lineman? The home team Let's go seven rounds Let's go seven rounds together. Let's go seven rounds forever. And that's a song. Tons of people take a multivitamin. It's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients helps to support gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 per day. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And remember, we are also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and to use. Talk to other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the iOS app store, create a profile, link your Twitter, join the group, be notified when rooms go live, and come with your spiciest takes. A lot of spicy takes about this running back class, AJ? Uh, no. Overall, fan, not fan? I think? I like it. I just think the value is deep on day three. Yeah. My, my, my main takeaway looking at it as a whole is there's a lot of interesting backs that are going to find roles in the league in this yeah, class. Agreed. There's not a lot of guys who I think are going to carve out starter roles or even like in a timeshare be the lead back not a lot of lead backs there's a lot of like true rb2s or uh third uh third down backs yeah like a lot of satellite guys um a lot of like big big strong goal line type dudes something i noticed too is a lot of these guys don't have a ton a ton of wear and tear on their tires Mm -hmm. it's a lot of guys who other than even some of the top guys haven't had a ton, a ton of carries, but yeah. a lot of guys who were kind of split 
carries in college and or were already playing more of a satellite back role in college or only started for a year and, and didn't really have any prior major seasons of carries. Yeah. Um, so a lot of fresh legs, perhaps, if, if you're trying to spin that positively. Oh, I'll spin it positively, um, baby. Thank you. I like it. My uh, and, my my RB six and my RB seventeen are like a round difference for me. Like I, it just gets so tight. I was going to say I think I have three three running backs with grades that would get them taken in the first two days, mm-hmm. and then like so many fourth round grades and fifth round grades. Yeah, I, I don't have that many. F- I have a couple fourth, but then I have like a, a bunch of fifth round grades, and I have uh, four actual top 100 and like one's like a late third and one's like a late third early fourth um yeah it's it's kind of a funky class there's a lot of good dudes i think like i don't think we'll be on par with our rankings like at all you know i I, as i was like typing up my notes and putting it together outside of uh, i think we'll have three of the same top guys in the top five sure but then after that it it can go so many different ways yeah Watch, we're gonna have the exact same range. Yeah, like your my RB twenty could be your RB ten, and like I wouldn't be uh, shocked. Yeah, I, I I have a feeling one of my my later RBs is gonna be in your top ten and things like that. Um, I did want to mention. So we'll, we'll rapid fire our twenty to eleven, and then we'll go more in depth with our ten to one. Um, I picked twenty because I looked at the last five drafts and how many running backs were taken in them. So in twenty twenty one, it was eighteen. 2020 it was 18 2019 it was 25 2018 it was 20 and 2017 it was 26 so we're probably looking at a i think it'll be more than the last two classes yeah i agreed yes me too uh i don't again i don't think it's a top heavy class but it's a deep class i think we'll i I think probably do you have more than 20 draftable grades yeah i do i do yeah same and um, so I, I think we'll be closer to like 23, 24 drafted backs. Now, like the, the thing will be is how many of those guys end up just going undrafted because there's so many backs. There's so many of them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. It's um, it's interesting. And in, like there's backs who I don't have draftable grades on that I very much think make a roster and carve it a role in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, um, you could say it's a good class, but it's just it's just not strong at the top. It, it lacks that guy, especially that I truly think will go in the first round, despite the the silliness of drafting running backs in the first round. Because mm-hmm. every class there is one, and we'll have that guy go in our mocks, and he'll actually go in the first round. Um, but we we don't have – I don't think we have that clear guy. I mean, it could still happen. I just – I don't think there's – a freak show type back in this class that's going to justify that first round. Well, not that a running back's ever justifiable in the first round, but it won't justify it to an NFL team uh, to take one. I agree. I, I don't. I don't see it happening. Um. Yeah. I mean, without further ado, let's get into uh, a couple superlatives here, and uh, you know, really chop it up. Back talk, my fave. Um, I found the superlatives kind of difficult. I think that is because of the depth of the class, right? Yeah, yeah. I also, in terms of doing, like, the value pick, the sleeper, the deep sleeper, because it's such a deep class, I wasn't even necessarily positive if the guys I was picking were yeah. obvious or not obvious. Yeah, I know. I totally agree. I almost wrote down, like, two options for each just in case you're like, no, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, Right. <laughs> but, I, I mean, like, it's just not very clear what this uh, class is gonna look like because there's no consensus mm-hmm. no nah, totally um, all right let's start with let's start with highest floor i struggled where okay um i ended up putting kenneth walker i kept it kind of simple here okay okay i do not have kenneth walker here i actually have him for highest ceiling um i think when looking at kenneth walker He's clearly a, a a top back in this class, not necessarily RB one, but one of the guys who's going to go top sixty or so, yeah, yep. and, and immediately have a role in the NFL with one of the few guys with starter potential. Um, 
I think what we saw for him at Michigan State this year, I've, I, I liked his tape at Wake Forest, but that we offense obviously did. is yeah. it's such a weird offense. So Michigan State gave him more of a, a classic looking um, role at running back, and he flourished because of his blend of his ability to cut instantly. Yeah. Is what makes him time. special. Yeah, and then. I think he the the forty time was a little even better than anyone thought. Like we knew yeah. he's an explosive straight line guy and he could rip off these big big runs, but I I I don't know that anyone was expecting him to go sub four four. No, not at all. No, I mean, and and uh, the thing about that is like look at his ten yard split too, ninety fifth percentile, and like he just hits that speed so instantly, and that mm-hmm. what's that's what's gonna make him. Uh, I think early on in his career, maybe more of a big playback and less of a consistent back. And that's why I have him more as the high ceiling than the high floor guy. That's, that's fair. Yeah, again, I just – it's kind of hard to parse through, like, who I really think is, like – like, I mean, could I just go, like, say, Brian Robbins at highest floor because he is already what he is. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to I would have respected that a lot. Yeah, I'm not, I'm like, I'm not going to go that deep. Um, <laughs> but, no, I just think Walker is so talented. Like, he's – like you said, the ability to stop on a dime, make a guy miss, make that cut, change directions, and accelerate again is so impressive. Um, he's got, he's got the, like the vision where he'll, f- I don't even, he might not even see the, the cutback lane open, yeah. but he feels it coming and yeah. he'll hit it instantly. Yeah. And yeah. that's, I mean, you saw that against Michigan, sorry, AJ. Um, <laughs> and, and, and so the athletic profile and the big playability, I think is what gives him such a high ceiling as potentially, uh, one of the most exciting backs in the NFL early on in his career. Yeah. Well, like, like- well the reason... The reason I didn't give him high floor is just because I don't know what he can do as a pass catcher. That's Only fair. 19 career catches. Yeah. And this is a class where a lot of these backs have a lot of production as pass catchers. And he's kind of like one of the few who don't. And, and so that worries me. It's not that he can't catch the ball on tape. He's just never given an opportunity. So I'm not sure what that looks like. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I don't think his hands look supernatural. I, I think that's fair. He's definitely not dropping anything, everything or anything like that. Um and he's he's been effective after the catch when he's given the chance, but um, no, I just think that, like the big playmaking ability is is really the like I, you can put him for high I'm not arguing with you either. Like, and no, I think we're we're both like kind of in a, like I, I I think you could have argued several backs for highest floor or highest ceiling just because mm-hmm. that's the type of class it is. Yeah, exactly. I think we both clearly very much like Kenneth Walker. But no, I, I think I think that's fair where you're like he's going to be a play uh, he's going to make big plays early because he's just got that. That juice to him, and like you kind of said, he he's like setting up the next guy to miss before he's making the first man miss. And the instincts, like in terms of running back instincts, his are very high. He's yeah. very natural. You're right in that he like sees what he's going to do before the defender is even there. Yeah, it's it's so innate, and yeah, he's dangerous as hell when he gets in the open field. Great uh, second second level mm-hmm. uh, vision. Yeah, and he, you know he runs hard too. Like like he's compact enough to like get it done at the goal line. You see some of that. Like the contact balance is good. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, because he, he, really. he 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 is he's got some stocking like he's five nine two eleven like he's yeah. a well he's he's not super tall or anything but he's he's got some thickness to him mm-hmm. yeah but yeah. then when you mix in that straight line instant speed it's it's pretty impressive what he can do and like the contact balance is good it is really like the the only big knock on him is is what he does in the passing game and like. I think just maybe like trusting his his um, blocking a little bit better, falling on the track. But it's Michigan State; they don't know what they're doing that, out in East Lansing, that, right? That that's one of the other things um, about him is sometimes it's, I I feel like he kind of gets freelancey in terms yeah. of yeah. hitting the hole because he's looking for that big play. Oh, he's trying and to Saquon, cut back, yeah, cut back too early or too often. Yeah, no. Yeah, Sa- Saquon Barkley did the same thing at Penn State, and that's your pro um, comp. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, and so uh, that might not fit what every team's looking for. Like an offensive line coach might not love that about him. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, I would love to see him in like one of those Shanahan schemes where be, because he's such a good – he has such a good feel for finding that, that cutback and, and has that that second-level vision where the second there's a crease, he's going to hit it and, mm-hmm. or find it and hit it. And so, like, I think that's how you get the most out of him, find, finding his way into that type of um, that type of zone scheme. Yeah, no, I think I think that's right. There's a lot of good zone backs in this class. Like, even, like, deeper into day three, we're like, yeah, this guy would be really effective in his zone scheme. Yeah, and it's not even that they're, like, the same flavor of back. No, no, not like, at all. Yeah. Like, some guy, like, Kenneth Walker's this big play, splashy zone back. But there's a couple, like, this guy just, it won't, when he sees that, lane he's gonna one cut and hit it yeah exactly and like 
Um, so my highest floor might be a bit of curveball because I ended up liking this guy more than I thought I was going to. Like, I knew he would be a top five back for me for sure. But I didn't know I'd like him as much as I did. Uh, especially because he didn't test as well as some of these other guys. Um, Isaiah Spiller is my highest floor. Oh, interesting. All right, pitch me. Okay. So, uh, obviously, um, he didn't run the 40 at the Combine. Uh, and a lot of these backs ran really fast. Um, and then his, his his jumps weren't very good. Uh, and I feel like because of all that, uh, he was he's a bit of... He, he became a, more of an afterthought among the top five backs-ish. Um, whatever. I go in. I watch the. I watch more of the the twenty twenty one tape. Um, he is just. He is so decisive. I found him to be. He gets downhill in a hurry. Um, the contact bounce is really good. He runs behind his pads really well. Uh, he he's an underrated pass catcher and pass blocker. Like he's going to be able to play on passing downs, whether it be picking up uh, blitzes or just being more of an outlet pass catcher. Like not. Mm-hmm. Not a guy you're going to line up out wide or anything. But, but you're like, not he, worried about he, the hands. He, uh, I agree. Yeah, exactly. Like, I trust his hands. I'm not, I, like, I don't think he's going to be dynamic in the passing game, but he can play on passing downs as a pass catcher. Um, and to me, he's just a, a very much a one-cut-and-hit-it type dude. Uh, he, he has some decent footwork to kind of buy himself some time until a hole opens, then he'll hit it. But the, I just the thing I kept coming back to against South Carolina against Alabama is how quickly he would get downhill in a hurry, um, and how willing he was to lower his pads. And uh, he does a really good job of not giving the defender his whole body, which helped him consistently uh, either break arm tackles or fall forward when being tackled. And like I I got massive Joe Mixon vibes watching him. So mm. and I and and Joe Mixon was one of my. Uh, well, a back I, I really enjoyed coming to Oklahoma. Um, I think, you know, he's got, like, oily hips, especially for a man his size. That's kind of impressive. Um, and, yeah, like, the quicks in the hole are pretty good. I mean, the burst is there. He Like, once he gets through, like, the first level, he's very frantic. Like, he's just, like, you don't know where the hell he's going to go, I think, like, after he gets through, like, the line, which is which is a good thing. Um, I will disagree on the pass for a little bit. I just, like, I don't like his eyes at times, the pass for, but, like, it's hard to, it's hard to pound the table for any – college back in pass protection except for one in this class um i don't know but i i don't i don't know if i love to see love the way he finishes i agree with you where like it's he does a good job of not you know taking full shots but i still like to see him kind of like finish runs a little bit more decisively and he, he definitely has that one speed seat to hit it to him but like uh, i also see like just running up the backs of alignments i don't hate isaiah spiller like all, all this to say i'm just playing devil's advocate a little bit here um that's interesting i, d- I definitely did not think you were gonna go there I didn't. I didn't think I was either. Like that. That's what I mean. Like, I again. I I, I figured he'd be a top five back for me. Yeah, but he's, my, he's my not to spoil this. My RB three. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I didn't same. He he's crazy. my he, he's my RB three as well. Yeah. Um. So we both we're we're both probably about on the same page as him. I just think he's going to be a very consistent back in the NFL. I don't think, I think he's like. Fair. I don't think he's necessarily going to become some Pro Bowl guy. Um. And I have a third round grade, but I think he, you're going to get what you're looking for in terms of finding a consistent starting running back in him on uh, on mid to late day two. Uh, I think that's fair. I got like a mid to late uh, third on him, so we're, we're about the same there. So we are about the same, yeah. Oh, I'm interested um, to hear your comp. We'll get there. We'll get there later. I already said it's Joe Mixon. Oh, you're okay. Okay. Sorry. I'm not, I'm not, no, I, 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 and it's similar to Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon in pass protection. Strong enough guy to do it, kind of gets lost sometimes out there. So fair enough. Hence Samaj P. Ryan being there. So, uh, <laughs> aka Texas, te- just draft uh, uh, Spiller's backup or or the guy you got to find. Sorry, P. Ryan started over Mixon. People forget. Um, so my highest ceiling was Kenneth Walker. Who's yours? Yeah, so it's like it's gonna be pretty chalk here, eh? For us both. I mean, there's only three starting running backs in the class. It was way better than I anticipated. Uh, well, I think I think the thing with him, and I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but we talked about it, was the one thing you worried with about him was, because um, he was going to be a, I think a top two back for everyone throughout the process. But the one thing you worried is he doesn't have that same top line athleticism. And then he he was like the in terms of athleticism to size, he was like the best there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, four three nine. 
jumped great, and yeah, he's a big boy at, at six, uh, five, four, five, 11, 217. 40 inch vert's insane. Yeah, it is. I really, I really didn't anticipate that. And then you know, you throw on the tape, and like, it's kind of dumb, but like the little, the little holes you poke, they look a lot better when you know he's that athlete. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like he, he, yeah. he, he's also got a good blend of. Um, pass catching ability yeah. and willingness in pass protection. Yeah, exactly. He's got soft hands. He's a natural catcher. He's good after the catch. Um, yeah, he's he's not not bad in pass protection at all. Like I, I didn't think it was like a, a knock on him or anything like that. Um, he hits that top speed pretty quick. Like he's not, he's not getting from caught from behind ever. Like he finds those narrow little lanes. Like in this, like when he gets in the second level, he's so much fun because like. He turns those, you know, seven yards. It's blocked for seven yard um, plays into into big plays, right? And he does a good job in like the lesser the, when when things aren't blocked up all that well. Yeah. He does a good job getting you three when he shouldn't get you any. Like he, he can consistently break first contact. Yeah, and he's got like a little like he's got a couple like nifty moves around the like he's got like a hesitation move to get some space around the line of scrimmage. So my 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 one kind of the re- knock on him. Yeah. Would be sometimes he gets too hesitant at the line of scrimmage where it's like he's waiting a little too long for he, something. He takes a lot of negative runs, yeah, yeah. And so I uh, similar to not the same reason as Kenneth Walker, but like I think for some coaches they they won't love that just to play devil's advocate. No, like he, um, he definitely like he doesn't make guys miss in the backfield as frequent as you would expect. Also, I want to add. David Montgomery at Iowa State mm-hmm. also was very patient behind the line. Is that something Matt Campbell specifically looks for in a running back? Probably. It's very interesting. Um, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, you'd think he'd be a little bit better in short yardage. Like, I think he gets a lot of opportunities, but he's not that great. I, I don't know. Um, and, yeah, the negative runs. And he's not that, like, like Kenneth Walker. He's not going to stop on those dimes, but obviously he's a, he's a bigger back. But... His ability to like combo moves together and that second level vision and, and, and like like Walker the ability to set guys up and like the leg drive the bird like and you you move all of that in and like you already talked about the hands with with his athletic profile uh, I feel like he's kind of like he's my RB one and I feel like he's kind of like the the guy to, to to put your money on here he is also my RB one yeah he uh to, to just to me he's the most complete back. Yeah, sorry. He's also my best bet. If you didn't, he, he he's so he he is also my best bet. Mm-hmm. So I, I think with with Brees Hall, you're getting again the most complete back, a guy who can be your RB one from day one, can play on passing downs, has the ability to create those big plays like you mentioned, but also kind of take a consistent pounding. I mean, he was also yeah. the most the most productive of all these backs in college. Exactly. No, exactly. Um, I think it gets interesting when we get into like value pick sleeper and deep sleeper though. Yeah, so my value pick is a back who I think is going on day three, mm-hmm. but I think has the ability to maybe not be a like a true true blue starter, but be a lead back in a backfield. All right, and, and that's that's Florida's Damian Pierce. Okay, so he's he's my, he's my running back four. I love Damian Pierce. Yeah, Damian Pierce is great, and Damian Pierce is. The classic case, I feel like we always have a running back in the class who you look at and he wasn't, wasn't the lead back in college, and you're like, he's going to be a better pro than he was in college. And yeah. I think Damian Pierce is the, the obvious case for that. Um, it also helped he had a great senior bowl. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like only 1,800 career rushing yards. Uh, kind of always sharing that backfield. But 5'10", 218, built really well. Mm-hmm. Uh, can This dude breaks – three tackles on every carry yeah, he it, runs it, behind his pads he's a thumper <laughs> and it feels like every game he has a he has a, a play where he he just shows this wicked blend of twitchiness um twitchy like explosion and physicality and, and contact balance and just breaks like seven tackles and scores a touchdown mm-hmm. like even throw throw his tape on against georgia that ridiculous defense i can't even remember how productive he actually was in the game but he, he does such a good job creating for himself when others around him aren't necessarily helping him out yeah. in, in that and then um you mix in pretty solid in pass protection had a good senior bowl week in terms of pass protection too like by far the best yep uh and and pretty trustworthy hands yeah they are i mean i think people were, were talking up a little too much at the senior bowl but it was good they were definitely good um i love i love damian pierce quite a lot i have a i have a what i have a late third round grade on him he's my four rb4 
So after those top three guys, I, I'm in. I'm in the camp with you. I think he's kind of the next one in line to be a, to be an RB one or at least an RB one A. Yeah, he's just so much fun to watch, man. Because like you said, he, he runs behind his pads. There's no hesitation. He sees it. He hits it. You know, the, the vision's pretty good. He's running through those arm tackles. He's not going. He's not going to slow down through contact, which is fun. I feel like even a lot of the bigger backs in this class um, are kind of like bracing. You know, like like not all of them, but a couple of them. Uh, he's just running through people, and he, he knows he knows the you know he's going for the end zone. Um, like the one thing is he didn't test as well as I hoped. He didn't. So I didn't expect the forty to be anything special. No, right? not the forty. Just like the the, the jumps. The jumps but there's still like in terms of um, like he he's a little bit thicker than some of these yeah. other backs, yeah. shorter and thicker. Like I thought it was it was ultimately I, I wasn't too worried about it. No, I'm not I'm not I'm not killing him for it. Obviously I still got a good grade on him. And he's like he's like a little tight in the lower body. But other than that, there's not too much uh not too much like holes to poke in Pierce's game. Yeah, and I think at at, at bare minimum you're getting him let's say fourth, fourth round. Yeah. And he's going to be a top 2 back. Like maybe he doesn't end up becoming that lead back. Yeah. But he's going to be a, a a guy who's getting I don't know thirty five to forty five percent of those car- or yeah those carries snaps yeah I think like a one like you can see him being a one B I don't know like uh, yeah I don't think he's gonna ever be you know he's your you know your workhorse back those don't exist too much in the NFL anymore anyways but no I, I think I definitely agree with you I think we're on the same track here with Pierce who's your value pick I went a little deeper for my value pick uh, he is Flex. my. He's my RB thirteen, so I went out of here. But like I said, it gets it gets really tight. Um, I'm just going with value in terms of a guy that I'm a. I think he's just so well rounded, and a guy that I think is safe, and he's going to come in and, and do the job you ask him. And that's Kennedy Brooks out of Oklahoma, who's yeah. Oh, God, uh, uh, when when you say value with Kennedy Brooks, what round do you look at him? And I, I got a fifth round grade on him. Okay, mid fifth so. round grade. So. Um, another guy that, you know, he didn't test that well. Um, but, like, I, I don't know. He's just so well-rounded. He's not special in anything. He's just a, he's just a good back. Like, he's, he's going to break arm tackle. He's got solid vision. He's got good patience. He sets up his blocks well. Um, solid in pass pro. Can, can, needs some work there. Um, just, like, a tough dude. He seems like a leader. Like the, nice one-cut one hit it decisive. Yeah, exactly. Make, can make guys miss in the open field. Good contact balance. Like nothing special to him, but there's no, there's nothing you're looking at. And it's like, oh, he can't do that, and that's going to ding him in the NFL. It's just like he's going to gonna be the same guy at Oklahoma as he was in the NFL. It's kind of my. He's going to be a RB two, three for ten years. Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's going to be in the league for a long time. Going to sleeper, I viewed sleeper as a guy who I, I, I don't, I actually don't really know where I, I think I'll be higher on him than consensus. Yeah, but a guy who I think. Goes day three, similar to Damian Pierce in that he's going to go day three, but this guy will go later on day three. And I think actually does have the opportunity to be a, uh, like a, maybe not the lead back, but the 1B back for sure. And that's uh, South Dakota State's Pierre Strong, my probably my favorite back in this mm-hmm. class overall. Your guy. Uh, my guy. Um, just ridiculous. Well, first of all, did not like I. Th- I thought he he'd test well. Yeah. Did not see the fastest forty at the combine among running backs coming at four three seven. Me neither. Uh, well built too. Um, but you know what I think it is though. Like you see the home runs on tape, but it's like they're playing FBS schools. So yeah, yeah. Sure. So you underrate it. Yeah. Um, so he he is similar. Reminds me a lot of uh, a lot of Elijah Mitchell coming out of Louisiana, where he's just one cut. Not the biggest guy, but does similar to what I was saying about Spiller too. Does a great job of never giving the tacklers full body, which leads to a lot, a lot of broken tackles, and just really, really strong contact balance. Not yeah. necessarily power, but guys just have a hard time bringing them down um, because they can't get a good clean shot at them. Um, he can also make make guys miss. Has a little bit of wiggle. I, th- I think pretty loose hips. Um, and then yeah, you factor in the burst, he can rip home runs when he needs to. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, a guy who can pass block, which I like, um, and not used a ton, a ton in the passing game, but still sixty-two catches at South Dakota State. I like. I don't. 
anticipate him ever being a like a satellite back or anything, but he's a back you can at least trust uh, when you dump it into the flats. Um, yeah, like I, I don't really know where he is viewed right now. Yeah, me I think I'm, like for all I know, he's gonna go undrafted. He's, but he's in that 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 fifth round thick of it for me. Yeah, and so um, I I would love to have him go to Miami where he can be McDaniel's uh, Elijah Mitchell. Kind of some Mostert in him too, with that speed. Um, mm. I mean, that's not my comp. But now that you he's all that, the 49ers backs. Is he? Actually, I didn't use a little bit of juice back. check. It's not going to change it. Um, you know what? I, I, you know what he does? He runs with like a good lean. He's got like a good lean yeah. to his running style. Natural lean. Yep. Yeah, and he's got that like like that um, picking through the traffic, like you know the slalom running. Like he, he looks good in all those drills. The one thing that I think is kind of funny is like he's really a long legged. Back. He's a weird build. Yeah, he's, he's a, a very weird build. build. He's a funky build. I know. I, I like Pierre Strong. I know it was your guy, so I didn't put him anywhere. So, I'm, I got two options here. I'm gonna go with the first guy because if you say he's not a sleeper, he's not that big of a sleeper. Um, then I'll, I'll audible to a guy that might also not be that big of a sleeper. But I, don't, I really have no idea once you get into this third um, day three that where the hell these guys are going. So, uh, for me, it is uh, Ty Chandler, who. Yeah, that's, I think that's. I think that's a fair sleeper pick. Transferred to UNC I, from I, Tennessee. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was just gonna say I have Pierce Strong above him in my rankings. So oh yeah, so so do I. Uh, he ran a four three eight forty. Uh, that was really impressive. Um, and I think he just looks like a like a I got like uh, him in the six. He looks like a really well rounded RB two. Like he's, he runs with really nice patience. He uses his lead blockers really well. He sets up his runs, and then he's got like this springy burst to go. And then he's got that top end speed. Um, Really and and you with you it was strong. He's got he's a really willing blocker. He's good in pass pro. A couple times like uh, UNC did this with with Williams and uh, and Carter too. He's out like lead blocking and he's very willing. Um, he's got like these quick jittery cuts and then after the catch, really good and really really clean hands. So that just checks a lot of boxes for me for a guy that won on day three. Yeah, no, I, I think that's a good pick. And, and he was in a weird. It felt like he'd either have a monster game at North Carolina this year or nothing. Yeah, no, that, that's that's really true, and I think that's not going to be what he is in the NFL. Just I think you're getting a solid RB two potential guy um, with that yeah, to back it up. And, and I think it's super important to look uh, when when you're drafting a backup running back to look for a guy who can play on passing downs like he can. Exactly. Yeah, he can he can do every down. Um, no, I, I like him a lot. Going to deep sleeper. I, and again, I don't know how deep a sleeper this guy mm-hmm. is. Like, is he? I don't know if he's viewed as a fifth round pick or an undrafted guy. But I think this guy will play in the NFL. Um, RB two, RB three type of guy. And, and I'm going with Oklahoma State's Jalen Warren. I love Jalen Warren. I, I have no Me idea too. where he's going to go, but is, I love him. Yeah. Do you think he qualifies as deep sleeper? I'm fine with it. I, I didn't. You know, I wanted to talk about him, so I'm glad you brought him up. I had no idea where I could put him though. Um, I'm just like, like, I'm I'm trying to think who else I would even put. No, no, no. Let's talk, please. I want to talk about Warren. Let's let's, let's do it. Uh, okay. I, I love Jalen Warren. I got like a, he's in that fifth round thick of it. I don't think he's gonna go there. I can totally yeah. see him not being drafted because you know he's a shorter, uh, squattier guy. And but fuck, man, he's he's so much fun. He's so much fun. Like he's. From, from Snow College to Utah State to Oklahoma State became the the RB one this year. He is literally built like a bowling ball. Mm-hmm. He's the most bowling ball like running back in this in this uh, in this group. Absolutely, five eight two zero four. But he lo- like I think he dropped weight for the combine because he does. He looks yeah. heftier than that yeah, on tape. I agree. Kind of surprising. Uh, I thought surprising. Kind of not maybe not long speed, but he gets up to top speed pretty quick. Yeah, like he, he's he, like a one shot speed runner. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And get runs behind his pads really well, and has that natural leverage that gives him natural power. Yeah. Just arm tackles aren't bringing him down. You need you need to get low and get a full shot at him to get him down. Um, he reminds me so much of Mike Davis. That's a good one. That's a good one. Th- thank you. And I, I don't I, know. I, I, just, I, a, I, I went with I, did, I didn't have a good one. Uh, you know who mine is? Is Fozzie Whitaker. Oh, Fozzie had like a 200-yard game once. <laughs> and Warren's got that in him, yeah. yeah. Like you said, just like there's no hesitation to him, man. Like he just, he, like you said, shot out of the cannon. Uh, the speed, even the long speed, he ran a 4.55. That's that's good. That checks the box. 
Um, there's no hesitation. He just goes. And he's running through guys. He he doesn't go down. The contact balance is great. I think that like, the feet are great. Like he's got quick feet. And yeah. he, on, on top of that all, he is maybe the best back in this class in the screen game. He's and it might just be Oklahoma State's scheme, but he's got such good feel for it. The hands are really solid. Uh, and then he's got the go after, and he turns out field quick. And I'm like, that that's like something that, you know, that turns a guy for me like, okay, I really like him. How much type of upside does he have in the NFL? To, to like, holy fuck, I think if he can do this in the NFL, that's a real, you know, that's a real little little treasure piece. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I think like I think he'll be on an NFL roster. Yeah, I don't know what what his stock's at right now, but uh, he's a really fun player. Who's your I, deep sleeper? I feel like he's gonna be one of those guys who's like a, your RB three, but like every time uh, he gets the ball, the fan base is happy. Like you know what I mean? Because he's so much fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I tried to go. I tried to go a little bit deeper. Um, okay. Maybe I shouldn't. I'm, but I'm going to. I'm going to stick with him, J- Jermaine Martin, who we've talked about for like a couple of years. I on almost the show. put him. Yeah, NT and T's. Uh, no combine invite. Went to the HBCU combine. He's just a good fucking back. I don't know. Like it's. I feel like we haven't seen too much of him. I don't know where the, I, he's not going to get drafted. I don't know where the hell he's going to end up. But I hope he gets into a camp because there's something. There's something to him. Um, like you know, like almost a, a little bit of Jalen Warren, but like he's got that that beast bigger, um, like that that tough runner, like that like quick sudden cut steps, some nasty jukes, like a like a thick build, especially in the lower body, um, good vision like on the edges. I I just think he's a little fumbly, but um, like violent collisions, man. He he runs hard, and I just think there's a, there's something to build there. He just he's a lot of fun. Someone else who I I don't know whether I. I will qualify them as a deep sleeper because they were a late senior bowl call up. But like, I think TJ Pledger is going to make a roster. Yeah. I think, I think that's a good one. Um, can I throw out one more name? Cause I don't yep. I have no idea where he's going to go. Ty Davis price. I don't have a draftable on him, but he's, he's interesting. He, so uh, I wasn't really sure what he, like where he was being looked at. Yeah. Okay, Cause I saw Lance year line has him. He's really a big, early big fan of him. Has him yeah. yeah. And then like, I have him as a little, I think, a late draftable. And he's like my kind first of my, undraftable, I think. Kind of my whole thing with uh, him was, like, he, he he looks like an NFL running back. Yeah. He looks like he's the athleticism to be a, a big-time back. Uh, great contact balance and quickness combo. But just doesn't have, like, the natural, like, he looks like a guy who who maybe is playing the wrong position. Like he looks like an NFL athlete, but he just <laughs> yeah. like he doesn't have great vision. He doesn't have great feel for yep. where where the hole's going to develop, um, nor where like how to find that cutback lane. It's a lot of like blind running, yeah. but then big plays mixed in, and and then he didn't test very well either, which really kind of turned me off because mm-hmm. my whole thing with him was this guy's a great athlete. Um, and, and like the forty was pretty good, but the like he verted thirty. Yeah, bad for Like that's the insane. Was just like average, the, yeah. Yeah, so like that kind of turned me off when, because like even even like with a four four eight forty, great, great, great time for a two hundred eleven pound running back. But then when every other running back's running like pretty mm-hmm. much faster, it, it, yeah, it turned me off him. Yeah, but no, he's I, I, he's definitely interesting. Like he he screams to me a guy who's going to get drafted way higher than he should. That's fair, and the LSU pedigree, the, the the build, like you like you said, like it's it's all there. Um, it's just apparently like not a very motivated dude. That I think that was in Lancey's report. Um, so some of that stuff. So maybe that maybe that dings him. Yeah, I, interesting guy. Going to be very interesting to see where he lands. But no, I yeah, I think, I think there's something there. It's, it's he's a fun one though. Uh, moving to wild card. So lots of wild cards in this class. I went with a guy who was a huge recruit um, as a. Dense history of knee injuries, seemingly got healthier each year, was the lead back on the national championship Georgia Bulldogs. Zamir White's my wild card. It's a good one. Because because if you if you take out the injury history with Zamir White, like I, I think you're looking at a two hundred and fourteen pound back who ran a four four flat, like tested really well, very productive in the SEC, um, very physical runner. It's just every everything on paper about him says top 100 back, right? Yeah. And, like, the type of back the NFL falls in love with. Um, 
in just mixing in that pedigree too. But then, yeah, two two torn ACLs that obviously like kind of hindered the start of his career. Like he was productive at Georgia as a freshman and a sophomore, but I didn't feel he had like that that four four speed didn't show through on tape. I didn't think until this year. Yeah, I agree. Plus. Plus, you factor in, like, because of James Cook existing, he was, and it made sense why, but he was never used all that much as a pass catching back. Um, so, to me, he's a bit of a wild card because I don't really know where the medicals are at. Uh, but he also has the makeup of a starting running back in the NFL. He's fun. He's more fun than I give him credit for. Um, I think he got so much better this year because he got so yeah. much. Like I, again, I think the explosiveness was coming back off the knee injuries. Plus, um, like he's just so fucking physical. Like, he's looking for contact, and then he just runs through it. And yeah, like you said, the explosive. Like he gets to the top speed quick this year. The contact balance is great, and yeah, I, I like him a lot. But like, yeah, no, no yeah. pass production. Like you said, the knees. Uh, that's the big one. Really I think he's growth. the most physical back in the class, and then on top of that, he ran a four four flat. Like yeah, that that's gonna. It's gonna be very interesting. Now, I I don't I don't know if his upside's immense because by like the athleticism says, but like he just doesn't have that like that that second level feel for be to be like a huge play guy. But like I, I like Samir White. I like twenty years that, ago, Samir White would have been like a first round pick. Yeah, yeah, that's that's for sure. <laughs> Who's your wild card? My wild card. I kind of just kept it simple and went with the guy that. Uh, Chunked it big time at the combine. I went with Kyron Williams because I don't know where he's going to get drafted now. I thought you would. Um, Kyron Williams screams to me to be a guy that people like us, like draft Twitter, is going to be higher on than where he goes. Absolutely. Yeah. Like Kyron Williams might fall to the sixth round just because of the combination of the size and how he tested on a day that every back tested really well. Like if you look at his numbers, he's in the seventh percentile in terms of weight, and he's thirty three or worse percentile in terms of all athletic testing. Yeah. It's bad. And and he's tiny. But then you look at he's the best pass protector in this class. Yeah, he's the most he's physical, the, best. the most willing, the smartest. Yeah. He's the best pass protecting running back we've done since we started doing this show. And he's a good pass catcher too. So those two things yeah. you're looking at like the perfect type of satellite back. Yeah. And then, in terms of being a pure runner, like he he didn't test well, but on tape, like the a lack of athleticism doesn't really show up. He runs really hard. He's got solid contact balance and and short area quickness. I like to see someone point out a time when he got caught from behind because I I didn't see one. He he had some big runs against Purdue. Like you can see, he's not like an explosive, explosive over the top guy. Like that's that's fine. He gets it done. You know he's that he's that short strider and he's you know like you said he's like an angular frame, um, but I don't know man like the vision's good the contact balance is good he's quick, um, the the speed doesn't hurt him on tape, and then you throw in the ability that he, you can line up at wide receiver he can run routes he's got good hands, and he's an amazing pass protector um, I've got a mid fourth round grade on him, but I, I'm with you I think he ends up like in the sixth round. Yeah, like to me he he is he's a James White type of back which yeah. is. Everything you want in your satellite back, everything you want in your number two back. Like, I don't think either of us are sitting here saying, take this guy top 100, he's going to be a a starting NFL running back. But this is the type of back Tom Brady loves. Mm -hmm. There's going to be a lot of running backs that go ahead of him that don't work out in the NFL. And I understand why they're swinging, but I think think it's there for Kyle Williams. Like, yeah, you're not – like you said, it's the type of back Brady loves. Like, he's not going to be super upside, but – I think he's gonna have a good career. He's he's gonna be the the back like come training camp, like there's like reports that oh whichever quarterbacks on loves this guy like <laughs> he he's finding a role. I don't know if you remember those with James White all those years ago, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's just the the testing. It's like there's never been like a decent running back with those numbers. So. I know, and, and is is he really going to be the guy who breaks the trend? But the thing that I just keep coming back to with him is the pass protection, right? The, yeah. the pass catching. And there's also like the backs who test this poorly weren't those guys in the passing game, but yep. I don't know. It, it's going to be a good litmus test for how important athletic testing is for yep. this position. Um, okay. Best bet. We both went with Brees. Yeah, we both went with Brees Hall. Okay, before we get to our rankings, best fullback, I, I just wanted to ask you, is yours Connor Hayward? Hayward's good. I like Connor Hayward. Um, 
I think he, he but he but had, but you're you're a Xander Horvath stand. No, I like I like Hayward, and you know what? I didn't get to him, but he had a really really good senior bowl. Yeah, he did. Him. No, he he he's the 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 fact that he started off uh, in East Lansing at Michigan State as a true running back, and like that he has that natural short yardage ability as a running mm-hmm. back. Converted to tight end, obviously this year. And has very good hands. Yeah, he every, is the every perfect single modern fullback. Yeah, he is. Every single one on one, he ran the little like stutter in or out, and it just was easy money. Like <laughs> it's just easy money. Like he's Hayward's a good football player. You're, he's a guy you want on the team if you run that position. Yeah, he he's modern fullbacks need to be able to be more than just blockers. Yes, and he he's got the ability to be your tight end three or. Your short yardage back, perhaps, while also being your fullback. That's a, that's another good. Yeah, yeah. They they just lost Yaku yeah, Johnson to exactly. the Raiders. It's it's all set up perfectly. You know what else is set up perfectly? What's that? Athlete, Rob? Athletic greens for fueling your body, because it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sportsdrink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Also, ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform that's free to download and to use. Talk to others, athletes, insiders in real time. Perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. All you need to do is download the ColorCast app free in the iOS app store. Create a profile, link your Twitter, be notified when rooms go live. That's it, AJ. That's all you have to do. It's so easy. So easy. Uh, you want to hit me with your uh, your your twenty to fifth? No, twenty to sixteen. I'll go twenty to sixteen, and then so on and so forth. Okay. Uh, if you want any comps here, you can ask me. I just I just didn't write them down. Okay, in front of me. Okay. Twenty. Rashad White's. Do you have draft on him? Mid to late seventh round uh, grade. Nineteen for me. Tyler Goodson of Iowa. Mid sixth round grade on him. 18, that's where I got Ty Chandler. I got an early six on him. 17, I got Tyler Beatty of Mizzou, mid-fifth. So we have we, very different rankings. Yeah, I figure it's going to be different. This is where I get into my mid-fifth. Like, the next few guys you can are kind of almost interchangeable, and I went with just who I love more. That uh, makes sense. 16 is Kevin Harris of Scar, who I also have in the mid-fifth. Okay. 20 for me, I got Ty Chandler of North Carolina. 19, Jalen Warren of Oklahoma State. 18, Kennedy Brooks of Oklahoma. 17, Jerome Ford of Cincinnati. 16, Devonta Price of Florida mm. International. Mm-hmm. Kind of really like him. Uh, okay, you want him with your 15 to 11? 15 for me is Pierre Strong. 14 for me is Jalen Warren. Both of those guys in the mid-fifth. 13 is Kennedy Brooks, mid-fifth round grade. Uh, 12 for me is Tyler Algier from BYU. Oh, I thought you'd be higher on him. Okay. And, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about him. And 11 is uh, the best running back in the class is Han Haskins. Algier is a, a guy who yeah. seems very polarizing. I'm in the camp with you where he is not a top 10 back, but I've seen people talk about him as a top 5 back. That's that's an interesting one. Yeah, Algier is is really interesting in this class. He might be like the most interesting one. I don't know. I'm not sure how I feel about him. Some some plays I really like him, and some plays I'm like, eh. He's not know. consistent, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. 15, I got Brian Robinson of Alabama. 14, Tyler Algier of BYU. 13, Kevin Harris of South Carolina. I'm who, glad you like Kevin Harris. If he didn't get hurt this year, yeah, like I really think he he would be talked about more. He is a good player. He's a guy who I think is going to go um, probably late day three and, and, and become a pretty consistent RB2. Yeah, he, he would have been in my sleeper, but I'm like, is he sleepery enough? No. I yeah, like, like he is better than uh, Quan White. Yeah, who he, was at the Senior Bowl? Quan White's interesting in his own regard. I don't have a draftable, but he, he's he's better. By the way, I got I got Alex the Bull Madison comp on on Kevin Harris. Um, who do I have? I got Rashad Penny. So <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Seahawk. Uh, I got okay. 
I, I, I just can't slip my love for Bam Knight. He's 12. Uh, and 11's Rashad White. Okay. Um, do you I, know, I don't have a draft one, by the way. I didn't think you would. Bam is such a natural pass catcher. I just couldn't. I, I, I told myself I need to move him down. He didn't test very well. He's yeah. not the most consistent runner. But I just couldn't. I couldn't. I don't know if it's just the nickname. Half of his grades the nickname. The fact that his nickname's Bam's enough for me. I mean, like he's got um, that kick return potentially. Like, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, my, my thought is, he every carry he treats like he's returning a kick. That's so, a good. That's a good thought, with, actually. Do do with that what you will. Uh, Algier, the, I think that J, the James Connor comp on him is fitting. Um, I got a, I got a Connor comp on someone else, but yeah, no. Bam, Bam Knight, I went with Chase Edmonds. Rashad White, I went with the CJ Procise. That's not bad. Thank you. My my, um, you want to hear my Algier comp? Yeah, it's a pretty good comp. Like he's a good back, Sean Green. Love Sean Green. That is a good pick. Yeah, he's a good back. I mean, that's what I mean. Like I think Algier could come in and be, uh, be, be productive. But like I, I don't know if he's. I don't know if I want to like take the chance on him. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, also, Brian Robinson, I went with the Ryan Matthews comp. He's my Connor. Ah, uh, okay. He's in my uh, Jerome, Jerome Ford, I went with Lamar Miller. I love Jerome Ford, and you'll hear my comp in a, in a second. Kennedy Brooks, I went with Damian Williams. I like that one. Thank you. Uh, that's about I, it. I, I, oh, I, I, actually, just because neither of us... Where do you see Snoop Connor? I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Connor. And where do you? See, what about Sincere McCormick? I don't. I never really liked Sincere McCormick. Sincere McCormick went from like draft Twitter, like was talking yeah. about this. Yeah, I think it was just like a purely small school guy who was ultra productive, and no one would watch the tape. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. I mean, he's not a bad back, but like, I kind of feel the same. Yeah, yeah I've like he's one I mean, of like my first few out. I think he's but. he's in neither of our top twenties. Like that says a lot. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Okay. You want you want to give me your ten to to six? All right. Ten. Abram Smith, show favorite. I got an early fifth round grade on him. Uh, my comp is Devontae Booker. I don't, I don't have one I really like for, for Smith. Uh, I'll give you mine. You'll like it. Nine for for me is Brian Robinson. I got a late fourth round grade. He's James Conner. Uh, eight for me is Samir White. Uh, I got a late fourth round grade on him. Uh, seven for me is Jerome Ford. Uh, I got a mid to late fourth. I love Jerome Ford. This will be a, a talking point. And my comp is uh, Khalil Herbert with more upside. It's oh, that's fun. Six for me is, is Kyron Williams. I got an Ahmad Bradshaw comp yeah. on him mid fourth. Finish your drink. Mine, mine is also Kyron Williams at yeah, six. I figured, but he's gonna be like he's gonna be like. Ahmad Bradshaw's a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um. Okay. So it sounds like we'll have four of the same top five. Um, yeah. Okay. Ten for me is Pierce Strong, South Dakota State. Uh, the Elijah Mitchell comp, fourth round grade. Uh, nine, Tyler Beatty of Missouri, fourth round grade with a Deion Lewis comp. Eight, Abram Smith of Baylor, fourth round. Cadillac Williams comp. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, you're right. I do like that. Seven is James Cook, um, fourth round grade. All these guys are fourth round grades. Tony Pollard, and six is Kyron Williams, fourth round grade. James White comp. Um, I find Cook to well, be a hard one to comp. He, he is. He, uh, I'm assuming he's in your top five. Yeah, he is. Okay, we'll save it for them. Uh, we already talked Pierre Strong. I'll talk a little bit of Tyler Beatty. Um, I think t- Tyler Beatty is one of the best pass catching pass catchers in this group. Um, Definitely, you can you can run like the the whole running back route tree and and then some. Uh, caught 126 passes in four years at Missouri. Spent three years just being that satellite back. Yeah. Um, to your boy Larry Roundtree. <laughs> and then obviously th- this year got got to be the the go to back, led the SEC in rushing. He, he he's a little more powerful than I think he's given credit for. He's he's very very uh, rocked up kind of build, five eight one ninety seven. But like he he fills it out. Um, yeah. Good contact balance. Pretty elusive in the open field. Quick yeah. uh quick cuts, and then yeah you factor in the pass catching. I like him. I I. I I think he had a pretty solid senior bowl week too. I I, I just think he's gonna play in the NFL for a long time. Also You go ahead. I was just gonna say Pierre Strong threw nine passes in his career at South Dakota State. 
for 208 yards and six touchdowns because he completed all nine. So that's just important. Uh, Beatty, like, I have, like, a mid-fifth on him. It's just, like, I have a big group of backs. Like, I'm not that much lower yeah. than you. Yeah. I will say, though, more more baubles than I thought going into the tape. Okay. You just got to watch the Georgia tape and watch him pluck a nasty grab off the ground. Uh, Abram Smith. So, I th- I wanted to like Abram Smith more than I did. Yeah, a little bit for me, too. He also was smaller than I realized. Like, I thought he would be a 220 to 225 pound back it's 213 at the combine even if he dropped like he didn't run the 42 and and when you watch the tape like he yeah he looks about this size um still really physical guy played played linebacker for a year uh he plays running back like he's a linebacker contact balance is there just solid pass protector too um doesn't add a lot in terms of pass catching 14 career grabs yeah not doesn't have the greatest vision not the the most elusive guy still a interesting day three back though yeah and he i think he needs to run with better pad level too which is yeah he can pop up high eh? yeah but but i still like smith like you know he's a rugged runner like there's a lot of thump behind him with the good contact balance like you said and he's the guy that i think is the different body type that could be good in the outside zone like he's he's good at pressing that line and feeling that cutback. Yeah. Um, so I think that's like an interesting one for like maybe the Dolphins on day three. I need a we bigger talk- back. Yeah. Oh, I like that. Um, yeah. We talked Kyron Williams already. Uh, is the only guy we haven't talked about in your ten to six Brian Robinson? Uh yeah, I think so. So so Brian Robinson plays running back like he, he's just trying to buck everyone. <laughs> he's built like a linebacker and he, he plays like one. He runs um, a little high for my liking, but. Mm. It, does, doesn't impact, does it doesn't impact. It doesn't impact him that much. Yeah, like he's this. this he's high cut. He's six two. Yeah, but he's very physical. Lowers his pads as well. I thought he had a little more juice to him than I than mm-hmm. I was expecting too. Um, you were a notorious Brian Robinson hater who has him in his top ten. So I don't know. I, I have a late fourth round grade on him though. It's not like I have him in my top one hundred. Like um, I've rated thirty inches. No thanks. <laughs> I don't know. Like it's it's. Yeah, I mean, pretty quick feet for that size. Uh, he's pretty good in pass pro. And, like, when he's, like, just cutting and going, he's pretty effective. But, yeah, it's weird. Like, he's not – he runs really up, upright. He's not, like, that balanced of a runner. But, like, he's he's still physical. I don't know. He's he's not that bad. And, yeah, I think he's kind of James Conner. It's not like I'm really high on him. It's just that's where he ended up. Yeah. Um, okay, before we move to our top five, I think there's pretty, pretty consistently there is a – Day three running back who uh, develops into one of the day three to undrafted running backs who who develops into kind of one of the more interesting starters in the NFL. Uh, Elijah Mitchell last year, um, Austin Eckler is a good example. Yeah. Aaron Jones, like there's James Robinson two years ago. Lots of guys, right? Um, who? Obviously, our grades aren't reflecting that, but who would you be your bet from your kind of your day three group to be that guy? Like quickly or eventually? Let's say by, let's say by, well, a lot of, like pretty much everyone I named did that quickly, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Let's say by year two then? I don't know. Um, so I think like Kennedy Brooks might be the safest bet. Like he's not going to have that much upside, but just be a good back. Uh, if I'm swinging a little bit more for a guy we haven't talked too much about, it's Kevin Harris. Okay, I like that. Seahawks take him at nine. Yeah, exactly. He's instant RB one. Rashad Penny hasn't signed yet, unless it happened during this podcast. I'm I'm just gonna, I'm all in on Devonta Price. So it might be the fact that Florida International couldn't afford jerseys, and I'm just respect that this man's gonna play in the NFL despite having to deal with that. I you know what? okay if you want to talk Price a little bit because he definitely is interesting. I don't have a draftable grade on him. He's built so weird. He is. And then he's he ran the so tall and lean. <laughs> yeah, and then the straight line speed, and he's twitched up on tape. He's what I think people think Ty Davis Price is. He's like a That's freaky a, athlete yeah. Yeah. who who like doesn't know how to play running back, but yes. is but like looks like he's an NFL athlete. Like maybe maybe he should be playing wide receiver because he's more built like one. Um and he runs like really upright too. Yeah, really upright. He's like a deer. You're no an antelope. <laughs> Especially in the open field. And then, like, everyone around him is such a scrub outside Terrible. of their left tackle yeah. who who transferred to LSU. Um, 
and he's, he's, just he's like, really hard to, to he's he's <laughs> one of the most interesting you don't, you have no idea he could be he could be amazing he could be terrible like i don't know yeah that's i think like just the mystery of devonta price is is what has me invested it's it's the it's that terrible family guy meme where it's like you could have this yacht or you could have the mystery box i want the mystery box i don't know what he could be but it could be better than the yacht who's your comp for price I don't have one because he's so he's bizarre. He's hard to comp. I know. I, I end up with Joe McKnight, but like that's kind of just throwing a comp in there. Like just a freaky athlete. Yeah, he's weird. I don't want to like, talk about him. Yeah, you look at his mock draftable. It's just like insane. But like, I, like I don't know yeah. if he if he was you Matt Forte is at the bottom of his mock draftable comp. So that's I'm gonna comp. say that. Yeah. If he was if if he could, like I don't even know if he can catch. If he was used more in that. <laughs> Like, that would make him that much more interesting, right? If you could be like, well, he's going to be a good pass catcher. He caught 45 passes in five years. Never caught more than 15 in a season. That was four years ago. He also, like, was not overly productive at FIU, but, like, they were so terrible. And he did the most he could with his carries. Anyway, Devonta Price, RB1. Give me your 5-1. to one. Give me out of this horrible. I've, I've, I've talked myself into a weird place. My number five running back in this draft is James Cook. Who I have a late third, early fourth round grade on, so that borderline top one hundred. My comp is Reggie Bush. I couldn't think of a good one. Uh, four for me is Damian Pierce. Uh, we have like the same top four. Late third, my comp is Travis Henry. Bit of a throwback. I got, I got a, all the rest of my comps are throwbacks. Uh, three for me. Travis is I, Henry was a heck of a back. Yeah, I think Pierce is kind of that that, that dude. Um, three for me is Isaiah Spiller, mid to late third round grade. My comp is Garrison Hurst. Um, <laughs> Too. Okay, you're like you're going real like guys. We weren't alive to see play. Uh, unfortunately, we we were alive to see this guy play. I stole this from Lance Airline, so you know what it is. Kenneth Walker's my RB two. I got a late second, and it was Willie Parker's his comp. And I'm like, that's too that good. I had comp. to steal it. Yeah, I couldn't because I just love fast Willie too much. And yeah, <laughs> one for me is a uh, Brees Hall of the Iowa State University. I have a mid second round grade on him. Um, and I swear to God, I I had this in my mind. I don't know why before I saw the RES comp. I'm on green. It's my comp for Isaac uh, for Brees Hall. Oh, is that the RAS comp? I pre- it's I was on there, but I had that in my mind, and then I looked at them like, "What the fuck?" And, yeah. Um. Yeah, I struggle with Brees Hall. I might steal that. Please. For, in terms of comps, go for it. Uh. Okay. So five for me is Damian Pierce, fourth round grade. Damian Harris comp. Oh, Har- no, Harris was my Samir White comp. I don't think I said that. It's funny. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Uh, four, I stole Lance Earlines on this. Four for me is Zamir White, and I just couldn't, the third round grade, I just couldn't go with Marion the Marion Barbarian. Yeah, like Marion the Barbarian and the way he, he is just so obnoxiously physical. Like, yeah. the man craves contact. He searches it out. To me, it was uh, too lofty. I'm like, no one's Marion Barber. Uh, just like I know, to... but like, I was just like, no, it's I fair. have to. It's I fair. love this. Yeah, it's fair. Uh, three for me is Isaiah Spiller, as I mentioned. Third round comp, Joe, or third round grade, Joe Mixon comp. Uh, two is Kenneth Walker. Second round comp, and, and I, or second round grade, and I went with it. He reminds me of Aaron Jones, but without the pass catching. That's interesting. Um, I've had that comp for since the summer, though, when you, like off the week tape. So like similar body build. No, I think that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then one is Brees Hall, second round comp. I went with a Melvin Gordon comp. Like, he reminds me of Melvin Gordon. I don't mind that. And, and I like Melvin Gordon. Um, I think Melvin Gordon's a good football player. He like, hasn't lived up to where he was drafted, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Let me get this straight. You don't have Hassan Ask Haskins in your top 20? No. Terrible. Terrible. But, I know he had 27 bench reps, so I've got him with the linebackers. Okay, that's fine. You're, you're a master. He's a special teams linebacker. <laughs> I can't. I couldn't even figure out if Master T's in the draft or not. Me neither. I don't know. Um, and I'll never know. It just doesn't matter to me. Um, is anyone here we haven't dug in on yet? Not really. Uh, James Cook and okay, yeah, Cook, Cook, yep. That's that's it though, right? Yep, that's it. We do the rest. Okay, so James Cook is. I think James Cook's a really safe bet to be a very good NFL player. Yeah, I what think do you that's think? Fair. Yeah, like I mean, I, he I, does so much as a pass catcher. Exactly, and like you saw him just be play that role for the entirety of his Georgia career, 
Um, he he lined up at receiver. He'd play in the slot. He'd be a motion player for them as well. Watch the uh, semifinal. <laughs> he's got yeah. He's he's got a, a great combo of uh, elusiveness and burst to rip off big home runs. Like he's not going to be your RB one. Obviously, he's not his brother, but he can be a Tony Pollard or who's your comp? Uh, Reggie Bush. <laughs> or or he can be Reggie Bush. Um, <laughs> like. And I think every NFL team's searching for this type of back right now, if if they don't have one like the Naeem Hineses of the world, right? Like you need that type of back, not to be your lead back, but you have to have that type of back in the modern NFL. And that to me makes James Cook a possible top one hundred pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think like, like as a pass catcher, any team will want him. Um, as a straight runner, I, I kind of like him that in a, in that Shanny zone scheme. Like that that just kind of you know he can just one cut slash it. He's got like that angle killing speed with like home run ability, good contact balance, and like he's kind of like narrow in the lower half. But um, and then he kind of needs that space to get going. I feel like like he's not like super effective between the guards. So like just get that outside zone going, and I think he can find the space there and and win like that. Um, and then yeah, like you said, he, he can go outside and win on goes. Looks like a wide receiver. I think he's just going to be um, like I almost wanted to put him for best bet, but like or or, or somewhere one of those. Um, Superlatives, but like, I'm worried that the team that takes him fucks him up. I, 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 I feel as if, um, just what we've seen the running back position, especially the satellite position, evolve into over the mm-hmm. last ten years or so. Like, I have a hard time seeing a team drafting him and not knowing how to use him. Yeah, no, I know, but it's still always in the back of my mind. When you gotta... It definitely is, but like, yeah, even the Cowboys right. have figured out Tony Pollard finally. Like, and Tony Pollard's now better than Zeke Elliott. That's true, but he, it, was, he was better from the start, yeah. Yeah, like, to, like, I think Tony Pollard is what you're aiming for with with James Cook. Yeah, no, that's that's for sure. And, hey, not to be said, Tony Pollard could be even better. I still think they haven't figured him out fully. No, Tony Pollard should be the starting running back. Yeah, he's better than Zeke. Anyone who watches a Cowboys game can... Anyways, this, this, is, not the, this is not the topic. Uh, Haskins is the real RB1. You're, you're right about that, Rob. It's crazy how many guys... Like, I kept, like, just slapping mid-fifth-round grades on these guys. I'm like, am I just, like, being lazy? But, like, I think that's this class. I think that's this class. I think that is this class, too. And, like you said, like we've talked about, there's so many different flavors, and... Uh, it's gonna be fun to see who ends up where and how teams fill out their backfield. It's, I think this class. I hope so. It's just gonna have you know lasting effects in the NFL. Like we've said, a lot of guys that we think is gonna be in the league for five plus years. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I think I think we'll probably end up with if I have to. If the over under on backs drafted this year is twenty, especially in an overall weaker class, like I, I, I would take the over. Yeah. Like uh, overall weaker, not just this position, but the the group yeah. in general. No, I, I totally agree. All right, and that's my cue to let you remember that today's episode of Seven Rounds in Heaven is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and non-sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sportsdrink without the vowels. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying to not let the funk out. Uh, a lot of funk's going to come out on our next episode when we break down this wicked wide receiver class. Uh, the Dolphins just signed Raheem Mostert, by the way. Oh, Okay. Chase Edmonds and Raheem Mostert are about to become the best RB duo in the league. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See you next time, Rob. <laughs>